0: are live 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 welcome 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 to today's enchanting, exquisite, exciting session. We have a special guest that I'm going to tell you all about that. But if we are just meeting for the first time, hi there. I am Abiola Abrams, author of African Goddess Initiation, Sacred Rituals for Self-Love, Prosperity, and Joy, and the brand new Hay House Oracle Card Deck named African Goddess Rising, and again, you have to say it just like that too, African Goddess Rising (laughs) Oracle Card Deck, and that's why we're gathered. We're gathered to celebrate the launch of this new deck by talking to incredible intuitives and celebrating the divine feminine and so much magic this incredible month. The person who I'm gonna be introducing you to or reintroducing you to in a little bit is the very special Dougal Fraser who I adore. And so I cannot wait to invite him into the room and we're gonna talk about auras and colors and magic. Oh my. (laughs) But first, everyone who is watching this on Instagram, you've gotta come on over to either my YouTube or Hey House's Facebook. Hey House's Facebook would be a great place for you to join us because I'm going to be doing a deck giveaway, and that's where they're going to pull from. So come on over. Come join us over there, and you'll get to talk to or at least chat with Dougal. All right? Sounds good? All right, Instagram peeps. We'll see you in a minute. Yay! Okay, good. So now let us introduce the myth, the legend, (laughs) (laughs) the amazing Dougal Frazier, the crowd goes wild.
1: Hi, Abiola. Thank you so much for having me today. Congratulations. I love the deck. I have my copy. It is soulful. It is heartfelt. It is accurate as all get out. And congratulations to you.
0: Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. Let me tell them all about you and the magic that you make in this world. So Dougal is a renowned intuitive with over 24 years of experience in seeing and interpreting auras. He guides others to awaken the power of their intuition through the use of color. Dougal demonstrates how color meditation can be used to easily change and improve specific aspects of your life. And if he looks familiar, it's because you've seen him on many media outlets from Oprah.com to Dr. Phil and even Dancing with the Stars. We have to talk about that. (laughs) is also the author of three books, most recently the Hay House book, your Life in Color. So that is a fascinating bio and fascinating pathway. How did you get started? How did you know that this is who you are in the world?
1: You know, I am I believe we're all born intuitive. And speaking of goddess energy, I was blessed to have a goddess of a mom who encouraged me to talk about it so when i was standing in the crib i would talk about seeing colors around people and hearing voices and my mom was totally into it and encouraged me to talk about it my dad thought i was crazy and sent me to therapy and to a doctor immediately so it's a good balance there but i really owe a lot of it to my mom i mean when i wanted to buy a deck of tarot cards when i was eight she encouraged me to do it and i think having a goddess in my life to help me open up and connected to my intuitive abilities was just tremendously helpful for me
0: oh that's so beautiful what a loving tribute to your mom and so how do you how do you define goddess speaking of goddesses then
1: so it's interesting for me when I think of goddess, I, I usually think of a feeling first. To me, it's compassion. It's you know uh, being in a safe space. It's the equal exchange of ideas. It's supporting each other. It's it's love. It's pure divine love. It also definitely manifests as intuition for me. I believe it's the feminine side of our being that connects us to the right job interviews and the right soulmate and the right people to be friends with. And so that goddess energy, when you connect to it, when you listen to that brilliant softness, the way that it whispers to you, I really think brings magic into all of our lives.
0: I fully agree. I fully agree. And one of the things that I was so excited about when we first connected is your relationship with color. Like I mm. shared with you that I crave color. I, yeah. you know, person who craves color. You talked about being in the crib and noticing color around people. So how do you define auras then? are let's so, get specific.
1: What I love about auras is that every living thing has an energy. I see it around plants. I see it around animals. I see it around people. And what's interesting about aura work is it's not like astrology. Like I'm a Taurus, that's never going to change. Or a numerology, I'm a six life path, that's never going to change. But your aura does actually change. The environment that you're in, people will begin to sparkle and twinkle. If I'm in the middle of a session and we change topics that makes people uncomfortable, their aura will actually change color. So it's one of the energy systems that is adaptable. And for a while, I would just see color around people and sort of study and take notes of this is what this meant. But then what I started to realize is that we can use color to change our energy. Nobody ever believes me, but I'm like super, super, super shy. I'm very nervous at parties, public speaking, I'm shaking, I'm trembling a little bit right now. And I used to see this like deep emerald green around really expressive, outgoing people, writers, musicians, poets, like this just radiant green. And I used to think I want to be like that. So we can all be like that. If you're shy like me, hello. Um, You can embody green, you can visualize green, you can wear green, you can surround yourself with green plants to become more confident, to become more expressive. And so we can pull from vibrations of color in our decorating from the way that, you know, I'm wearing pink today because I need a little extra self-care and self-love. So you can literally shift your energy with the power of color.
0: I love this. And I feel like I've been doing this without knowing this specific modality, the way to work it, because I I do believe you that you are shy and all of that, because I am as well. And no one believes me. No that. one
1: ever believes us, right? No one
0: <laughs> us, but yes. Yeah, so, but the interesting thing is that green... Purple is my favorite color, purples and pinks, but green is my favorite color to wear Mm. because I don't know, I just feel better when I'm wearing green and it's very interesting.
1: Oh, and they're like my husband wrote the book with me and he's like way more nerdy than I am and started like researching there are studies literally connected to how green stimulates creativity. They would put students in like a control room and surround them with green plants and let them look at green screens and then their creativity and productivity completely increased. So it gets mimicked and repeated in the world of science, but we've been doing this for eons, the way we we talk in language. you know, I'm so angry, I could see red. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know we use it as I'm symbolic. feeling blue. Exactly, <laughs> right. Yes. So, It's also in the spiritual community, you know, we talk about chakras and sometimes I'm like, am I really feeling my chakra right now? Do you know what I mean? But with color, like everybody has a relationship with that. It doesn't matter what language you speak, where you're from. If you say to someone, what's your favorite color? They have an answer. So it's like this bridge between worlds that I think is super, super cool. I
0: was going to ask you, speaking of chakras, that because, you know, green represents the heart chakra, that is there that connection with what you're saying around green being a color that energizes and brings people out.
1: So the world of chakras is a little bit different. And this is what I say to everybody. You know, if you have a relationship with color, the universe is going to repeat those messages to you. They understand that if you're familiar with certain bodies of work, but auras are different. It's the energy that we exude. And, and a lot of times people will say things like, well, I don't see auras. And you do. If you've ever been lost and you want to ask someone for directions, you're energetically scanning the room to see who feels approachable. You're oh, we're con- Right. We're constantly feeling energy. But the definitions of chakra colors versus aura colors are a little bit different, um, mm-hmm. but they blend really well together.
0: Now, do you have a favorite color? What's your favorite color? You said everyone can answer that. So it. So,
1: students always laugh that I say, everything's my favorite color. My, my all time favorite color, if I had to pick, is orange. And the interesting thing is that orange for me is the color of balance. It's the combination of psychology and spirituality. I spent a lot of time in the beginning of my spiritual journey trying to sort of leave my body, which wasn't necessarily the best thing for me. And it's the combination of practical, intuitive coaching, psychology and spirituality that really makes me feel my best. And for everybody out there who's intuitive, because we all are. When we strive for balance, our intuition is at its strongest. So Mm -hmm. orange is a big accent to my home. It's the color of our ketubah, our Jewish marriage contract. I go a little crazy with orange, but it is my favorite color.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So you mentioned how, you know, for example, with you wearing the pink today because you needed that energy, and you know that that green energizes. What's another example of how a person could use color to come into alignment with who they're wanting to be or what they're wanting to feel?
1: Well, it's interesting, you know, because we're talking about goddess energy in my book, Mm -hmm. Your Life in Color. The chapter where we talk about goddess energy, we talk about the color silver. And so I think of silver as being sort of the moonlight. I think of it as being this nourishing energy at night where we, we give birth, although I am physically male, I still give birth to yeah. things, ideas and friendships and movement of energy. So the nighttime is where we sort of go into that incubation where things become stronger and safer and silent so we can find our voice. So if people want to connect with the goddess energy through color, through, through my body of work, you can wear silver jewelry. You can mm-hmm. light a silver candle. You can just go out and bask under the moonlight and let that goddess energy fill your being because we need it so much right now. One of the things I love about your work, Ebiola, is I, I really think goddess energy is like the next thing on the planet that needs, that's the wisdom we need. Yes. Um, and it, it's the time now it's, it's, it's what I've been looking to. It's what I feel like I'm yearning for. And I just feel like if everyone could connect to the goddess a little bit, we'd have more love. We'd have more yes. compassion. We'd have more kindness.
0: Yes. I, I love that you said that because that's a big part of why I wanted you to be a part of this series. And thank you for saying yes, immediately, my friend, I so love and appreciate you for that because I wanted to show that this is not a conversation that is specifically for women or you right. know that we all have divine masculine and divine feminine and this yes. divine, feminine rising energy is not just locked into one particular group
1: yeah it's interesting because i posted about it today and um a male follower said i've always described myself as a goddess guy and i was like i love that because oh i've always said I'm, I'm goddess adjacent or like a you know but <laughs> i agree with you and it's interesting to me the concept of invoking the masculine part of my being or the feminine part of my being i was just always allowed to do that i mean i was a little gay kid spinning around trying to be wonder woman like it was just it was it was natural for me to tune into that side of myself and i think we all have it like it's all part of our our makeup spiritually It sounds like your mom definitely,
0: you know, she absolutely embodied goddess energy and allowing you to be fully yourself. Goddess Chloe, who is on Facebook, has a question for you. She wants to know, this. you touched on this a little bit, but she wants to know if colors have specific meanings Mm. or is it individualized based on the meaning based on each of us?
1: I think colors have specific meanings that get repeated in the world. And I think the universe tends to speak to us through color. Having said that though, if you have a really strong personal memory connected to something, your spirit guides in the universe know that. So they may repeat things over and over again. And I don't know why, Chloe, your question is also making me think of this. Like a lot of times people will tell me their favorite color. I'm just as curious about colors that people don't like or feel sort of repelled by because there's wisdom in that color as well. So I always tell people that if there's a color you're uncomfortable with, wear it. See what it brings up for you. Surround yourself with it because there's wisdom there. But yeah, there are very specific meanings, just like an oracle deck. A a Mm -hmm. color will speak to you and has a message.
0: Oh, that's great. It's, it's interesting. The colors that I feel not repelled by, but red is just a bit strong for me. It's,
1: you it's know, uh, again, <laughs> this is what makes me too. But when I wear red, I yeah. get complimented on me it too. all the time. So I define red as the equal exchange of energy. It's a really sensitive color for empaths. It's about emotions. So when you're wearing red, you're really showing your vulnerable side. And so it it just takes you so deep into that vulnerability and your emotions. I cry everything. If I'm at your wedding and I've never met you, I'm going to cry. If, if your friend just gave birth, I'm going to cry. So when I wear red, it's like it's it's getting stronger. In me, And I'll practice with it occasionally. And it's amazing to me how much people notice me when I'm wearing red. So if you're going to wear red, it's great for relationships. It's great for manifesting. It's great for empaths to get their needs met because we struggle with telling people what we need. So it's a great way to let people see you. So that's interesting. I, I have a little bit of uncomfortableness with red as well.
0: It's interesting, Dougal, my sister is in the audience and she says, I am also sometimes put off by red. And the interesting thing is that both of our parents love red, my dad oh, had really? a car when we were growing up, they have a red sofa, like it just feels like a lot. So it's interesting how families can have like a color language Thing going 100%. on.
1: 100%. Yeah, yeah. Hi, you, your sister. what's your sister's name?
0: My sister's name is Damali, Goddess Damali.
1: Hi, Goddess Damali. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. So how do you recommend if someone is feeling like a lot of the, the people who are here, the people who are attracted to this conversation, mm. meet this amazing group of empathic, loving, giving human beings who oftentimes have a slight bit of wounded healer energy. A lot Mm -hmm. of us have that wounded healer energy that we are wanting to heal. How can we use this color therapy going forward to heal that?
1: So it's interesting that you bring that up because I can completely relate to the wounded healer story. Um, You know, my mother had mental illness when I was young. So a lot of my intuition was trying to predict what emotional state she would be in. Um, My sister had cancer when I was very young. So the idea of helping people was a very natural part of my journey in the beginning. And so having my own own needs met is really hard for me. It's my nature to tune into other people. It's my nature to want to host people and give and provide energy. But self-care usually falls on the back burner, so I'm specifically wearing pink today because I had a, a, quite a long work day continuing after this as well. And pink is about self-love. Pink is about reminding yourself to treat yourself the way you treat other people. So a lot of light workers are being called to service right now. The, the planet is in need of love and compassion and kindness. But we have to remember that you can't pour from an empty cup. Yes. So as healers, we have to take care of ourselves to be there for other people we're constantly inundated with energy invitations. We can't accept all of them and that's okay. And when your foundation and your core is strong, that's when you can really hold space for people. That's when you can really move energy. So pink for me is always a reminder of that.
0: Hmm. I, I, I always have a lot of rose quartz around for that reason as well. You said that there was a story you wanted to share about when you received your African goddess rising oracle deck.
1: Yes, so the first card that I picked was Aunt Nancy. Which, what and I believe at the bottom of it, it says betrayal, right?
0: Betrayal, yes. Okay,
1: which was so insanely accurate, because I was struggling with something going on with family, where we felt like someone wasn't necessarily telling the truth. And it was more out of pain, and it was more out of hiding. And so... I have to admit, when I pulled that card first, I kind of went, I gasped for a second. Yeah. And then I took a deep breath and I, I read it and, and I sat with it and I thought that is incredibly accurate. Like it was so accurate in that moment. And I did a very neutral pull, like just this is the first time I'm working with this deck, mm-hmm. what's gonna come up for me? So it was so, 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 so accurate. And I really appreciate that, but they're so beautiful. They're so, so beautiful.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. And and all love to my amazing artist, the goddess Destiny Powell. Yes, they are very confronting cards. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> they that's are, what you want.
0: That's I what mean, I want. Yes. Yeah. That's what you all need. You know, they are um they, the, the card you pulled Aunt Nancy is a shadow card that there are mm. seven shadow cards in the deck that will call you out to your face.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs>
0: will call you out to your face.
1: It was really, really good. And today I picked... Sarah Lakali, am I saying that
0: correctly? Ah, so Sarah Lakali is actually the perfect goddess for this conversation. I'm going to just take that as a reading for everyone who is here. The card is Divine Lineage. And Sarah Lakali, there are many different stories about her. Some people said she was a noble woman. Some people said she was an Egyptian princess. Some people say she was the daughter of Mary Magdalene and Jesus. Wow. Hmm. And so when she comes forward, it's to remind us in the midst of the confusion and chaos of life that we are connected to the divine. It remi- She reminds us that, you know, that this is all surface, that there is something greater and we are a reflection of it. We are a piece of it. And no matter what else is going on around us, know that we are connected to the source of all that is. That is her, her message for us. It's
1: so interesting because you know how messages will repeat themselves? And and I don't know if people can relate, but 2020 was big. 2021 is still a lot of curveballs for me. Like God. the minute I think I've I've got it back, there's another curveball. And I've had moments before where I sort of look up to the divine and say, What is going on? And just yesterday I was watching a YouTube video of an interview by Marianne Williamson, and she was talking about coming back to reminding yourself a goddess, by the way. Who yes. I'm obsessed one
0: million percent. With. Yes. one
1: million percent. But coming back to the divine and even in the struggle reminding ourselves that there, there is sort of a divine meaning for all of this. So again, that's a super super accurate hit and so needed, I think for a lot of people.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so speaking of needed, we need to give away a deck, Dougal. And so I'm going to hand it to you. If you can see the comments, expect- are you able to see the comments? I can, yes. So the only thing is that the deck needs to, you need to pick someone with a a Facebook um, well, logo, I, the YouTube, yeah, Facebook logo, not the YouTube or any other logos that you see. And they are the winner of the deck today.
1: Okay, uh, let's go with Melinda. I hope I'm saying your last name correctly. Gulick?
0: Okay, Melinda Gulick. Let's spell her name so that Hey House has it.
1: G-U-L-I-C-K is the last name.
0: Congratulations, Goddess Melinda. And if I may, Facebook, don't... Uh, don't beat me up here, but I also would like to give a deck to. There is a Stephen Baines who is in the room. And so we are supporting our divine feminine and divine masculine coming together. And Stephen has been very active in the chat. And I just want to say I'm glad that you're here, Stephen. And so, Stephen, wait, let's see. Lost Stephen. I see,
1: I see his last name.
0: Stephen J. Baines, B A I N E S. Oh, and Steven said he's ordering two decks of cards and has Dougal's book and needs to book a reading. Okay, good. (laughs) So still order all of that, still, you know, definitely. But let's gift Steven a deck that maybe Steven can gift to someone else as well. I love that. Yay. (laughs) So, Dougal, you have a free gift, a free offering.
1: I forgot to mention this before we went live. We will soon, we have a new landing page coming up right now that's not available. So I apologize, I forgot to say this. It's not ready yet. So unfortunately I don't right now, probably in a couple of days or so, but it's not ready quite, quite yet.
0: That's okay, tell people where to get the book and learn about you and all of those great things.
1: So you can find out more about me at my website, which is dugalfraser.com. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook, my book, Your Life in Color, which is also published through Hay House. You can get at Amazon or where all books are sold. But most importantly, just play with color. See what it brings up for you. Step out of your comfort zone. Try something that's a little bit different. The world needs color, we need energy, we need vibration, and it's a really easy thing to add into your spiritual practice.
0: I will experiment with maybe wearing red and seeing <laughs> me too. Let's <laughs> <That's laughs> to do that. That's our personal homework assignment.
1: Fair. Done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and thank you everyone for showing up to this conversation. Definitely in maybe in a week. Go to Dougal's social media and website and find that free offering. It will be there um, soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to catch any replays of this series um, because tomorrow and Wednesday and Thursday, 6 PM Eastern standard time, you want to join me back here because I'm going to be showing you how to use the deck and all of the replays are at global goddess global goddess club.com. Thank you so much, Dougal, for coming to play with me today, my
1: friend. Thank you, Abiola. I adore you. I appreciate it. It is my absolute pleasure.
0: And thank you, everyone else, for joining us today. Saubona, And that means we see you. Bye.